This episode of Cut the Foreplay is proudly brought to you by Showmax. If you want to binge on your HBOs, your ABCs, your BBCs, your Nickelodeon, Nick Jr., Super Sport, Boomerang, or Cartoon Network, girl, what are you waiting for? Just clickety-clack-clack and make it happen. Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. You're uh, hanging out with me, Nadia Favri. I'm your host for this morning, evening, afternoon, wherever it is that you're listening to. I hope there's people specifically that just listen to me on the shitter. You know what I mean? Because like as an adult, we know that pooping is hard because your body just stops listening to you. So maybe if you condition yourself, every time you hear my voice, you take a shit. I would be so happy to play that role for you. I love you guys, and I'm always here for you. The schedule for today is as follows. We're going to talk about stuff, and then we're going to talk about more stuff, and it's going to be super duper fun. Where shall we begin? Oh, yes. Kristen Davis. If you don't know who that is, it's not Kirstie Alley. Uh, It is not Kristen Stewart, who, by the way, in the new Charlie's Angels, was very sexy. And I know 2020 is the devil's year because because you would never catch me fucking saying that in my entire life. But it's the truth. It's my truth. And I have to tell it. I don't know what happened to her. She really did get attractive. This is not Kirsten Dunst either. Or, or, or. No, I think those are the only Kirstens I know. Ah, ah, Cavallari. From fucking. Ooh, what's it called? Shit, shit, shit. Motherfuck. Shit. Cunt, come dumpster. What is it called? You know it. It has the Hillary Duff song in the beginning. Come on, Nadia. Laguna Beach, and then you know it went into. Uh, yes, Laguna Beach. What? <laughs> That's what I meant. She wasn't on the hills. Get it together, bitch. The white woman in you is disappointed. What's the Hillary Duff song? It's not Sweet Sixteen, which is a mad vibe. Mad tune. Um. Let the rain fall down and wake my dreams. Oh my god. I'm coming clean. Rain fall. Rain fall. I'm coming. God, man. So sexy when I do that. Okay, but who am I to deny us a little cheeky dance party? Let me just throw in the chorus. Just, 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 just because. Just because we can. Let the rain fall down. God, if you broke my heart open, it would be a locket, and inside it would be a fucking picture of H. Dizzle. I love this bitch. Hillary Duff, come clean. Woo-wee, that in- fucking Metamorphosis album really did transform me. You see what I- everyone sees what I did there, because that was low-hanging fruit. Kristen Davis is who I want to talk about. Let's stop digressing here. Nadia, come on. Kristen Davis is bringing a new kind of dating reality show to the small screen. The former Sex and the City star hosts the upcoming summer series, Labor of Love, premiering May 21st on Fox. Of course it's on Fox, because truly, one of the dumbest fucking ideas I've ever heard on this green earth. And I'm going to give you about 10 seconds to guess what Labor of Love is about. Hint, it's on the nose, I'll tell you that. Very subtle. Very subtle.
I'll just fucking tell ya. Unlike any other dating series, Labor of Love follows Kirsty Katzman. White people need to get better names. The host and the guest can't have the same fucking name. There are more names out there. There's a cheeky Khadija somewhere. <laughs> 41-year-old successful and beautiful career woman. Oh, I have to read this in a very sexy voice for you. Hold on. A 41-year-old successful and beautiful career woman who's ready to start a family and have a child, yet hasn't found the perfect man. Katzman will be matched with 15 sexy, sophisticated, and like-minded suitors who are ready to let their paternal sides shine. My God, this hurts me. (laughs) Per the synopsis, each week the aspiring fathers-to-be will be faced with challenges that will put their parenting and partnership skills to the test. If they prove worthy, they will advance in the next week. And for those who don't, Kirsty will let them know that she does not see herself starting a family with them. Oh my, I am dying. People are out here just flaunting their privilege. How many members of the LGBT community can't even adopt, let alone go on national television and like fucking get suitors to make babies with how fucking nuts is the hetero world with that being said i'm just i'm gonna you know what fuck it if we're throwing around tv shows that are absolutely absurd and still will probably make money i'm gonna pitch you one right now okay shark tank vibes i've never seen that yeah i don't know that if that's what it's called or is that shark week the one where they sit and they talk to people and then people take their ideas okay that's what's happening right now so this tv show will obviously only be on fox because nobody else will agree to this it's me as the potential mother 10 kids from foster care each week i eliminate one and i kick them like gerard butler in 300 down a hole and i yell not in my house and that's going to be the name of the show as well and my catchphrase and at the end of the season maybe i pick a kid maybe i don't who knows yep hope you enjoyed that one i believe children are the future wish them well Now, wait, we're not even done with this story yet. After eight weeks of challenges, dating and getting to know each other, Katzman, with the help of Davis, Kristen Davis, that is, will decide if one of the men is the one for her or if she'd rather become a mother on her own. (laughs) I can't decide if I'm going to have to watch this because it's fucked fucking ridiculous or if i just have to stand my ground and be a proper person but we probably know it's going to be the former also if you didn't like my version of it and you want to hear the actual um clip you're gonna fuck, fuck you okay but here you go she seems to have it all except one thing a partner to start a family for christy the labor is mandatory the love is optional I really feel at 41 and still wanting to have my own family, I've sort of aged myself out of the dating pool and I want to fall in love with the man that I can see as the future father of my children. We ended up finding these amazing men who are successful, who've been doing different things with their lives and somehow they've missed the boat as well. I'm looking for a partnership and I think that that's a big deal. She has to choose between us jabronis. She wants to see are these men strong enough? Are they committed enough? Are they going to go past their kind of comfort edge? We're just going to test them every which way we can think of. As each guy gets some one-on-one time with you, the bear is going to emerge. There's a bear right behind us. I'm dying to see what happens. It's not just about, you know, who's pretty, who's attracted. Parenthood is such a huge choice. 
it is forever. So we're really trying to go below the surface. We are at a point now where the game is changing. Things are definitely getting more competitive in the house. Listen, I'm not here to hang out with these guys. Yo, stop talking! I need to know. Let Jason talk. I He's am. the one that was down there. I mean, she wants a real partner. We're gonna really go some places that people don't go. I'm on this timeline where I have to make choices, and I just can't say that Estia is starting family together. I'm like, what are you In a perfect world, I think I really want it all from this experience. This reminds me why we're here, fatherhood. I really believe that it's gonna work out with one of these guys in the end, and I can't wait to see who it is. Let me get my professional voice rolling here. <clears throat> and now for a brief commercial message. Since Showmax is now officially my lover, let me walk you through him, her with absolute ease. Yeah, conolingus. Um, I want to walk you through the packages, aka the bacages that uh, Showmax does have. It's pretty simple. There are two categories. There's a mobile only, which plot twist is for mobile only, and they have the standard. So for three months with the mobile only, you pay 749 shillings and you're satisfied. Six months, 1,125 shillings, and the standard three months is 1,500, and the one that I have is a six-month standard, which is 2,250 shillings, and it's bomb because I have it on my phone. I got it on my computer. I got it on my TV. It is wonderful. Remember with Showmax, you can download anywhere, anytime, which means that when KPLC is being a real piece of shit and cuts the power off for 36 hours straight, you would have anticipated that and already downloaded your favorite show. So you are absolutely fucking welcome. <coughs> End of commercial message. Kanye in Kiswahili is... No, I'm becoming one of those people. Kanye in Swahili, because Swahili in English is Swahili. Swahili in, in Swahili is Kiswahili. You, you know what I'm saying. Kanye in Swahili means to go shit, you know? So if a kid's like, Mommy, Mimi nataka kwenda choni, tuboya ni uma. And then the mom would be like, Ah, siu Kanye. God, Swahili is so fucking graphic. The nyeh is the one that I want to vomit. My mouth is like watering. Ugh. Kanye. Anyway, you get my point. Kanye West, uh, second thing I want to address is uh, the fact that he can't have a normal conversation anymore without ranting about how no one appreciates his artistic genius, but it's hard to respect someone who won't even push their own elevator buttons. Just... Kanye's former bodyguard, Steve Stanoulis, I don't know how to say his last name, did an interview on a podcast, and he talked about some of the shit that went down, and here's a bit of it. The first day I met him, I was supposed to meet him at the studio. So when he gets there, we get to the elevator, he's like, uh, aren't you going to push uh, what floor we're going to? I said, well, I have no idea. It's my first day. He starts ranting. You mean you didn't call ahead to find out where I'm supposed to be going? I said, No. I, so he's ranting and raving. I said, bro, we could do this three ways. One, you could tell me what button to press, and now I'll know. Two, you could press the button, and I'll see which one you're pressing, and then I'll know. Or three, you could sit here all day and tell me how important your time is, and we're not going to go anywhere. He went for the first option. <laughs> 
That's fucking nuts. He also made him walk 10 paces behind on the street. She would felt too far because he wasn't able to do his job. Kanye West is becoming the black Donald Trump, which is essentially just Tracy Morgan playing Tracy Jordan on 30 Rock. And you can at me because that's absolutely fucking correct. Some of the rants that Tracy Jordan has on uh, 30 Rock is exactly who Kanye West is present day. And I don't know what that means. Like the mental, I was going to say menstrual cycle, the mental instability is immense at this point. Speaking of people that you once thought about naked, let's talk about Lindsay Lohan. And I, uh, <laughs> Lindsay Lohan has a fake Arab accent. I'm just going to put that out there. Okay, I'm gonna put that on the table and then I'm going to, we're going to go back. Lindsay Lohan is a beautiful person and you must know her from the following things. You must know her from The Parent Trap because that on its own should play at a museum every day and I would go and I would watch and I would applaud. Give that girl a fucking Oscar. She plays both Annie and Hallie and then plays Annie playing Hallie and then plays Hallie playing Annie. I can't do it. She switches accents. And then, you know, fuck everyone. She does a great British accent. I love you, Lindsay Lohan. I have a shrine to you in my room. She's also in Herbie. I don't know how many Herbies there are, but I remember it was called Fully Loaded. That's for sure. Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen, not to be confused. Confused with confessions of a shopaholic, which has Borat's wife. We got Mean Girls Classico. Someone said that I was lying about being a virgin because I wear super jumbo tampons. It's not my fault. I have a heavy flow and a wide set vagina. So quotable that it hurts. She's in just my luck with that white dude with the hair and the stuff. And then she's in Freaky Friday with the heartthrob Chad Michael Murray and the other heartthrob... Jamie Lee Curtis. Clearly, I love Lindsay Lohan, but now the serious part begins because uh, I kind of don't want to ruin your life, but I got to do it. Here you go. There's a line of where we can make happiness and to the light of every situation that is bad and make it good. And whereas in the past I've been associated with clubbing and nightclubs, I said, why not do my own? Americans are very close-minded in that sense. I know that because I'm American. I'm Italian-Irish, really. And my very close friends, who have been there for me a lot in London, are Saudi, and they gave me Quran. And I brought it to New York because I was learning, and, I was, and it, was, it opened doors for me to experience, and uh, spiritually, to find another you know, true meaning. And this is who I am. I cannot, dude. She sounds like the 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 people that Americans hire to play Arabs in movies, like the white people that they hire to play terrorists or taxi drivers. Like that fake fucking Arab accent is the worst shit I've ever heard in my life. So you know this. Lindsay Lohan has obviously been uh, living in Dubai for quite a while. She's got like a club in Mykonos, and she's got like a TV show happening. She just dropped a single. Things are going pretty well for her. She donates uh, to. Syrian refugees on the regular, and I applaud her for all those things, but this accent has got me shook. Man, it just reminds me of, yeah, this is, uh, to be fair, this is a very normal, th There's, I think it's a syndrome. There's a thing about this, because whenever I go to restaurants and then someone's like, you know, what do you want to drink? And I say water, and they go, water. War. And they just try to repeat exactly how I'm saying it, and it's just regular human life. Lilo, how can I forgive Maybe I can't forgive, but I will never forget. Lastly, before we wrap this bad boy up, I want to say something. Golden Girls is a spectacular TV show. And if you're part of the Ute, the Ute Dem, and you haven't uh, consumed this in all its glory, then I am so sorry. 
bomb theme song. A bunch of white women just fucking throwing it up, living their best. They're always on one. One of them is like hypersexual. It's like a 90 year old Samantha from Sex and the City. I could not ask for more. But come 2019, there is this dude that just fucking killed it. And if this doesn't make you happy, I don't know what will. Take it away, buddy. That's a banger! Also, look at me. We're social distancing, but I still managed to give you a happy ending. <laughs> <laughs>